0: Hey girls, welcome back. We are so excited to be here with you today. We hope you have spent the last week jumping into Joshua 1.9, yeah. really digging and meditating on it and getting that verse in your head and in your hearts.
1: That's right. And now's a great time for you to grab those journals, get yeah. cozy because we are about to take some notes together as we join Pastor Ann for session number three.
2: Hey, I am so glad you are joining us for our third session in our series as we together map the lives we were created to live by meditating, applying, and proclaiming God's Word in our everyday lives. In other words, we are letting God's Word determine what we think, what we do, and what we say, rather than letting those things be determined by all the craziness in the world around us now we are just focusing on one verse each week and last week we focused on joshua 1 9 i hope that you have been following along in your journal and i hope that you really took time this last week to meditate apply and proclaim that verse in your life and i want us to do something together right now before we get into this week's verse I want you to say that verse with me, all right? I know that you've taken time with it over the last week, and it is alive within your heart. I know you know it. So let's say it together, all right? Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Good job. You did it. I'm confident you did. <laughs> All right. I wanted to do that together because I want it to be fresh in our minds as we now start talking about this week's verse so we can see how they really tie into each other, okay? Now, this week, we are focusing on Isaiah 41 and verse 10, and it says, "'So do not fear.'" for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You see, we are intentionally looking at this verse right on the heels of Joshua 1.9. Last week's verse, because I believe that God wants this to become such a deep and strong revelation and really conviction within our hearts that we do not have to be afraid. We don't have to live in fear. God is with us and he will take care of us. You know, there's so much fear in the world around us today, and it's so easy to get sucked into all of that. But if we choose to keep our focus on God's word and what he says, then each day we will be led on the path that he wants us to live on, a path full of hope. But if we allow ourselves to get sucked into the world around us and all the fear around us, we're going to end up being paralyzed by that fear. We're going to end up being down and discouraged and on a road that we don't want to live on, on a road that is not God's best for us. So we are choosing to focus on God's word. And today, what we're going to do is take this verse, Isaiah 41.10, and we are going to really dissect it and just take one phrase at a time and just talk about each phrase. So I want to encourage you, if you've got your your journal, your notebook with you, you might want to jot down a few notes that will help you throughout the week as you meditate, apply, and proclaim this verse in your life. All right. Now, the very first phrase in this verse is, do not fear. I like the way it reads in the Amplified Bible. It says, there is nothing to fear. Nothing. There is nothing at all to fear. And literally, this phrase means to absolutely prohibit fear. I love that. Now, we know that, of course, fear will try to come. The Bible wouldn't tell us not to be afraid so many times if fear wasn't going to try to come and grip us. But when fear tries to grip us, we have a choice. We can embrace it. We can focus on all the reasons that we should be afraid, all the reasons to fear. But you know what that does? All it does is make the fear bigger, make the fear greater. And over time, after continually doing that, we open the door to allow fear to become a stronghold in our lives. So we can embrace it. Or we can catch ourselves and we can go to the word and we can remind ourselves what the word of God says, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, that God is with us, that he is for us, that he's on our side, that he's our protector, he's our provider, he will take care of us. There is absolutely no reason to fear because the very next phrase in this verse says, I am with you. We focused on this a bit last week because it tied right into our last verse. God is with us. And I hope as you meditated on Joshua 1.9 last week, that that really became a growing revelation in your heart. You know, I think as long as we are alive, as long as we are living and breathing on this planet, this should be a continually growing revelation in our hearts. That we're continually more and more aware of God's presence with us. That he is with us every day, every step of the way, everything we go through. We should be so aware of his presence. He will never, ever leave you. He is always with you. That next phrase says, I am with you. That's why we don't need to fear, because God is with us. And we focused on this in our last session We talked about this in conjunction with Joshua 1, verse 9. So hopefully, the fact that God is with you is really becoming a growing revelation in your heart. You know, I think as long as we are alive, as long as we're living and breathing on this planet, we should be growing in our revelation of this fact. We should be growing in our awareness of God's presence with us every day all the time, in everything that we walk through, he is right there. That we would continually grow in being aware and listening to his leading and his guiding every single day. He is with us and he will never, ever leave us. And then the next phrase in this verse says, do not be dismayed. Literally, that word dismayed be means to be bewildered, to be confused, to be gazing off with anxiety. Have you ever uh, had a situation where you're just kind of gripped with anxious thoughts and you're just kind of stunned, gazing off with anxiety? But you know, the same thing applies here, like we said, with fear. When we have anxiousness come over us, when we have confusion come over us, we have a choice. We can let our thoughts feed into that and allow it to become bigger and even worse. Or we can focus on the word and what the word says. And remember the very next phrase in this verse that says, I am your God. You know, we also talked about this last session uh, in regards to Joshua 1, nine as well, that he's our God. You know, sometimes we can think that God is a far-off God or that he's other people's God. But when we surrender our lives to him, he becomes our God, our very present, very personal God. He is always with us. And as his child, we are never out of his reach. And he is never out of our reach. He cares for us. He takes care of us. And he is always, always with us. When we have that confidence that he is our God, then we really have no reason to be afraid. We have no reason to be overcome with confusion or anxiety. He's with us. And then the next phrase in this verse says, I will strengthen you. Now, sometimes we get weak, don't we? But when we're weak, he is strong. And this word strengthen in this verse, it literally means to fortify, to protect against attack, to impart strength and vigor, to increase effectiveness. I don't know about you, but sometimes I need a little extra strength and vigor imparted into my life. How about you? <laughs> you know, sometimes we can feel weak, but I want to tell you today that if you feel weak, it's okay. Wherever you are on the scale of strength, if you feel totally depleted of strength and you are are at this end of the spectrum feeling totally weak, or maybe you're at this end of the spectrum feeling really strong, or anywhere in between, we need to understand that God doesn't want us just living in our weakness, and he also doesn't want us living in Our human strength alone, he wants to come wherever we're at on that scale, and he wants to add his strength, his supernatural strength to our lives. He wants us to rely on him for strength. And then he says that he will help us. He promises to help us. You know, he is never going to ignore us when we need help and to ensure that we always have the help we need. When Jesus ascended to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to abide with us to be what? To be our helper. And as his followers, when we surrender our life to Jesus, he comes and dwells in us by his spirit. The helper dwells in us, and he wants us to ask him for help. I ask him for help all the time. I mean, there's so many times when I forget something and I ask him to bring it to my remembrance. Maybe I misplaced something. I can't tell you how many times I have done this and I have asked him for help, asked him to bring to my remembrance where I put that. And if I just get quiet and listen, he shows me. It's amazing. He is always there to help. Now, I have to stop myself from panicking and freaking out. Oh my gosh, where is it? What did I do with it? And get quiet and listen. And when I do, he is always there to help. One thing I have learned in my life is that sometimes we want him to help in a specific way. And so we ask for help, but then we get it in our heads that help is going to come one way. I can think of a specific time in my life. I was asking him for help, and I really thought that help was going to come this one way. But I didn't realize that that wasn't the best for me. And remember, God is always working on our behalf for our good, for our best. And so he was working a totally different way. And he was bringing help from a different way, not the way I thought, a totally unexpected way. And to be quite honest, it was a way that I was pretty uncomfortable with, a way that was very uh, humbling for me, really. And I didn't really want help to come that way. I wanted help to come this way. And I recognized later that God knew what was best for me. And the way he brought help brought growth and maturity in me. We need to remember that God wants us to ask him for help, but then rest in the fact that he will help us in the way that is best for us. All right? He wants to help us. Now, the next thing this verse says is that he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. Uphold literally means to hold on to, support, to sustain you know, sometimes we all need to be held and supported, don't we? Sometimes we need to be held up, up above the circumstances and turmoil that's swirling all around us. Our God, who is always with us, he will lift us up. He will hold us. He will support us. He will hold us tightly in his righteous and victorious hand may we never ever forget that he's got you in his hand this week as you take time to really focus in on this verse Isaiah 41:10 i want you to take time to really meditate on each phrase of this verse and let it become alive within you but you know we don't want to just think about God's word we want to live it out so I want to encourage you this week when fear or anxiousness or confusion tries to come tries to grip you walk this verse out refuse to give into the fear Prohibit it from taking a grip on your life. And take this verse and allow it to become what you walk out. Allow it to become what you proclaim and focus on in your life. Now for me, I have taken this verse and really personalized it into a personal proclamation for my life. And I'm proclaiming it over my life this week like this. I am saying, I have absolutely nothing to fear. I will prohibit fear from taking a hold on my life because my God is with me. I will not be overwhelmed, confused, or anxious because you, Lord, are my God. You will add your strength to my life. You will help me with absolutely everything. You hold me in your hand of righteousness and victory. That is my proclamation. I want you to make this verse personal for you and proclaim this verse in your life this week as well. All right? Hey, I want to pray with you before we conclude today. Father, right now, I just pray for every person watching. And God... I just ask that as we meditate on this verse this week, God, that you would speak to each one of us, that this revelation that we have absolutely no reason to fear would just grow and expand and explode in our hearts, that we would know that you are with us at all times. Father, I pray that we would walk out this verse. We'd walk it out every day. We would know that you are our strength, and we'd rely on you for strength. We'd look to you for help, and we would rest in the fact that we are in your righteous and victorious hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Hey, it's been great sharing this session with you. Can't wait to be together again in our next session. Stay tuned for some discussion questions.
1: Well, like Pastor Ann said, our verse for this week is Isaiah 41. 10. And hey, we just want to be encouraging you guys to really be focusing on this verse this week. You know, we're in this with you. We are doing this with you as a sisterhood. And so we're excited to dive into this verse this week and really, really get it in our hearts, really proclaim this verse over our lives, apply it to our days, and um, just see what God does. So we're excited to do that with you. And now we're going to jump into our discussion questions. So that first question is, When opportunities for fear arise, do you focus more on the fear or on God's word?
0: So good. Our next question is, what are some practical ways that you can prohibit fear from taking hold of you?
1: And our third question, in what areas of life do you need to rely more on God's strength and help? And how can you do that?
0: love that. Hey, like Ashley said, we are a sisterhood and we are doing this together. So make sure you're staying connected with us on Instagram and on Facebook. We've got some posts popping up throughout the week that are really going to encourage you as you dive deeper into this week's verse. Uh, Post and tag us. We want to hear from you. Love you girls. See you next week.